Five years ago this month, the ability for drinkers to have a cigarette with their pint in pubs like this literally went up in smoke. A survey for Big Hospitality's sister publication, The Publican's Morning Advertiser, shows the ban is as unpopular as ever. On this pub, for definite, we lost customers. We lost trade, quite a bit of trade. Um, we have picked a bit back up, but in the winter we just died out. Because people won't go outside to have a bag. We've got no cover, no nothing. Wendy Byworth, manager of the Imperial Pub in West Sussex, is not alone. The PMA survey says more than two-thirds think the ban has had a significant impact on the trade. More think it has led to a fall in footfall, with just 20% saying it has benefited pubs. Knock-on problems of the cost of implementing food or covered outside areas, litter and noise complaints, and a drop in gaming use are also reported. Bridget Simmons is chief executive of the BBPA. The pubs have moved on hugely since the smoking ban. Um, we now serve more food in pubs than they do in restaurants. It's a billion meals a year. I think a lot of pubs have diversified, but there are still pubs that are struggling. And when you consider that, what, 30% of the population, perhaps not as many, actually smoked, and 60% of people who visited pubs smoke, you can see why some people would, would like to have smoking rooms in some way introduced. But I'll be honest and say that's not a position the BBPA um, would support, and we've been quite clear in working with the Department of Health, particularly around the responsibility deal, that um, you know smoking is bad for your health. Um, it's totally different from alcohol, where alcohol, you know, can be relaxation and and in and in moderation is absolutely fine. You can't say that about smoking. Paul Blackman of the Bricklays Arms in Midhurst argued against the ban at the time and soon after, but says it is still causing him problems. No, since the smoking ban, my trade's declined. I've actually approached a brewery for a, a rent reduction, and I actually won a rates appeal. I showed my figures to them that the trade's gone down ever since the smoking ban. Uh, I've got rid of three members of staff. I now cook myself. Uh, my daughter works with me and I basically cover all the shifts of the staff that I got rid of. So I do like, I probably have a day off a week if I'm lucky. Yeah, just, just purely to keep like, the, the business afloat. The majority of the public or publicans that support the ban cite the impact on food quality and sales. Karen Forrester is managing director of TGI Fridays in the UK, but spent 15 years at Mitchells and Butlers. I'm really pleased that pubs have started to get their act together and serve good food and deliver great standards and good service. And two, two things for me, you know, have, have really kind of been the catalyst to that. In the early 90s, the beer orders where, you know, the the vertically integrated pub businesses then had to decide whether they were in retailing or brewing and that was for the birth of the, the brands. Um, and then the other big catalyst was the smoking van. You know, when pubs said people will actually come here and eat and they'll expect a nice clean environment to do so. So they, I, those are two things that I think have had a huge impact on pubs in particular but on our industry um, as a whole. However, Robert Field Martinez, owner of the Carpenter's Arms Motel in Swindon, a non-smoker but co-founder of the organisation Freedom to Choose, says the food argument is overrated. And, and there is clear evidence emerging that many food pubs are, you know, are now struggling, um, as wet lead pubs were, because there are too many. And, and most, you know, or the, the, you know, the ones that have done it to try and make some revenue are being squeezed by the managed houses who, you know, do the two-for-one two for deals and all the rest of it. Your average wet-led staff percentage would be 8 to 10%. If you run a food operation, then your percentage will immediately double to about 20% staff cost. 
And then you, you know, if you've never done it before, then you've got the added investment in, in equipment. Um, and basically, if you start from scratch, then you're, you're on to a hiding to nothing. Phil Martinez and many in the anti-ban lobby, including those in Forest, say the BBPA and other industry leaders failed to realise the impact the ban would have. However, Simmons denies this and argues the only concession the government was willing to discuss was to allow clubs like British Legions to be exempt, which would have not helped pubs. She said the focus needs to switch to beer tax and regulation. Uh, the government announced sometime last year that they were going to get rid of smoking signs. All that's happened since then is the Department of Health came to us and said, wouldn't it be helpful if people could design their own signs? And I said very clearly, no, they wouldn't. How does that make it cheaper? People know you can't smoke in pubs or in other public premises. Why do we need signs that say that? However, the PMA survey shows 30% of licensees think the ban should be lifted altogether and around 50% think they should be designated smoking bars or smoking rooms. I, I mean, I myself smoke. My staff smoke. So we have to go outside to have a bag as well. I think it should be the licensee decide on what's right for that venue. But I personally, for this venue, I would bring smoking back in. As I say, 95% of our customers smoke, so. and then they're all outside. While they're outside, they're not drinking, so we're losing money. And, and I, I genuinely believe that the powers that be know that to be the case, which is why they wouldn't even be prepared, you know, to, if you like, call our bluffs and say, well, OK, you can have smoking rooms, and these, these rules would apply, because they know full well that smokers would return to pubs. However, the government has cited health statistics and is showing no willingness to amend the ban. Philippa Boyle is the owner of the Black Dog Pub in Crawley. She supports the ban, although has said it has had an impact on trade, but it isn't the only culprit. I think that when they brought the ban in, they had to do what they did. You can't say some places can have it and some places can't and bits and pieces because it just then the places that, you know, can't do it or don't want to have smoking in or want to have food then it's, you know just makes up people biased towards those i think it's got to be all or nothing because otherwise it's going to be like well they do it down the road so why can't you do it here and things like that and the smoking ban has made an impact but it's the prices of beer and the breweries who rip you off and things like that are more making more of an impact and the ridiculous rents you know uh, it's, it's, the smoking ban's just like a small drop in the ocean really